is up guys, Coach Cheryl here with Fit Body Secrets, where my mission is to bring you guys inspiration, education, and a ton of tips to help you guys on your fitness journey. And today's episode is going to be breaking down some mindset barriers, because I know that a lot of people out there set goals for themselves, and a lot of people out there start things and don't ever finish them. And today I want to kind of unpack uh, a lot of the things that I find that are common, and hopefully give you guys some strategies and, and some things to think about to help you guys overcome these beliefs and help you guys actually be more successful in actually getting to those goals, and or maybe setting a little bit more realistic goals for yourself so that you can actually feel more successful. It's actually way more motivating when you actually can achieve a goal, right? So first things first, if you are getting any value out of this episode or any of my episodes, please let me know. Shoot me a DM. Shoot me a message. It's been nice that lately I've actually been getting on a couple of calls with people and I've been hearing, hey, I've been listening to your podcast and I, and I really love this episode and that episode. So I love that. I want to know. I want to know that more people are listening, that I'm actually helping to benefit you guys more. So um, I love doing this. I, I often think about different episodes. Like I'm going to be honest. I think about my topics more when I'm working out, which is so frustrating because if you're a cross athlete, you understand like you don't want to just stop in the middle of a Metcon and be like, oh, let me write that down. But I have to sometimes do that because otherwise I'll forget. I'll get an idea in the middle of an interval session. And I'm like, oh, I gotta write that down. So, and that's kind of where today's episode actually came from. I was doing some zone two work earlier today and I started thinking about um, just some of the things that I find that are common, um, even in my own world that hold me back from ever getting to where I want to get to and, and thought that it would be really helpful for me to honestly give you guys a little bit of, of things to think about or a few things to think about to help you guys. Because I also know that it's it's also very, what's the word I'm looking for? Discouraging when you feel like you're always trying things and they never seem to work or you never seem to stay committed. It makes you honestly almost feel like you don't even want to try anymore because you're so you're so conditioned to think that this is just the way that it is. And it's it actually makes you feel bad about yourself, especially when you tell other people about it and then you can't be consistent with it, right? So I actually have 10 things written down and I didn't actually expect it to be 10 things, but as I was kind of going through, I'm like, oh, 10 things holding you back to achieving the changes you want to achieve. And it's so funny because I'm so not really good at this whole social media marketing, yada, yada, yada stuff. So I like coaching. I don't like marketing, but obviously I want to help more people. And the only way for people to know what I do is to market, right? So, but I really am not good at the whole like, hook line and all that kind of stuff. So um, if you are, you can totally shoot me a DM. I would love to have some help with social media stuff. And I am definitely looking for somebody to help with that. So not a plug for looking for hiring you, but if you're out there and you're listening and you want that kind of job or you are interested in that kind of a job, shoot me a message. Um, but let's get rolling. All right. So top 10 things holding you back from achieving the changes that you want. So this could be body weight related, fitness related, life related, whatever, anything. But for most of you guys out there, I know that it comes down to, hey, I know I need to make changes to my nutrition and my training to allow me to be at a healthier weight or improve my body composition to get more confidence. And I can't seem to figure out what to do to do those things. And this is typically what might be part of the problem. Well, one of these things or multiple things. So number one is an all or nothing mindset. And this is just so rampant. I deal with this myself. If we can't do everything, then we can't do anything. Um, and it's it's why the weekends are hard for people because you know during the weekdays, they might be really good at tracking their macros because they've got their perfectly portioned proteins that they cooked at home. And on the weekend, they're like stopping at Subway and they don't know how to do that. So they can't, well, they can't be perfect. So why even do it? And guys, if people realize that progress does not happen in perfect situations, that going all in is actually just staying committed to doing what you're doing, regardless of if it's actually perfectly executed or not. It's like, think about it this way. If you should have to practice every single day to play a sport, not every single day is going to be your best day, right? You're going to have days where you don't feel as good. 
You're going to have days where you feel great. You're going to have days where you win a game or you win a scrimmage and days where you don't. But if you're staying consistent, you're showing up to practice every single day. Before you know it, the good days start to outweigh the bad days. And I actually recently listened to an episode of Justin Sue's podcast. And they talked about like the rule of thirds where like a third of the time you're going to feel great. A third of the time you're going to feel like shit. And the third of the time you're just going to kind of be getting by. And that's kind of what people need to think about and everything. It's not, it's not, oh, I, you know, you, you never like fuck up, quote unquote, fuck up. It's like, it's just a bad day. Like chalk it up and move on. And when people start to develop that like resiliency to failure, quote unquote failure, um, or not doing the right thing, then they end up actually being more successful long-term because they start to get a little bit more consistent with just picking up where you left off versus this whole like, oh, I got to start all over again. I suck. So this happens to me. So drop the all or nothing mindset and realize that progress is about just being consistent and figuring out how to navigate every day a little bit better, better than the day before. And as long as you're making forward progress, you're making good progress. So that's number one. Number two is shiny object syndrome. And this kind of goes along with the all or nothing mindset, because I think people are always looking for the perfect plan and they jump on something. And the second things get a little bit messy, they're not kind of going smooth. They just assume that that program is no longer working or that's not going to work for them. And they are looking for something new. And then that new thing comes and it's the same thing. They, they jump on that new train and then weeks later, they find something new to try. And they're always jumping from thing to thing, program, program. And CrossFit is program hopping. They're always trying new programs, trying to figure out what's going to be the best way to get them results. Whereas the best way to get results is just to be consistent with doing what you're currently doing and making adjustments to that plan based on what you need to adjust. So the shiny object syndrome has got to go. And it is true that we are going to obviously need to change things up. And I'm going to go down the road um, in one of my other, well, one of my other topics, which is number nine, um, which is going to show you a better way to look at this shiny object syndrome. But for right now, know that like Jumping from program to program is likely why you're obviously always starting something and never finishing something. So start something, let it get messy, drop the all or nothing mindset and keep moving, making adjustments. Number three is, and this is a big one. Okay. And, and this is not, I mean, this is tough love coach, but it's also empathetic coach is a lot of people tend to focus on the problems. They focus on the excuses. You know, I can't do this because I'm too busy taking care of the kids or you know, I just, I'm too busy with work to work out, or, you know, I don't have time to meal prep. Um, or, well, you know, I was doing great. And then, you know, I got stuck at work and yada, yada, yada. There's always excuses. And a lot of it comes down to, as you hear, I hear the, the biggest excuses I hear are with work, with fa- family stress, or like lack of me- being able to prep things or like struggles on the weekends, which I always tell people that you don't struggle on the weekends. You had fun on the weekends and the weekend should be part of the plan. So it's those are the three things that I get the biggest is like usually a work-related stressor or like family-related stressor, basically saying that, hey, I didn't have time to prioritize this. The other excuses or problems that I'll get is people focus on like, oh, my hormones or, oh, like it's because I've got this condition or, you know, this whatever. And they focus so much on the problem rather than looking at the solution. And often the solution isn't very sexy. And that's why, because oftentimes the solution is like, hey, I understand you don't have time to meal prep, but you can probably find some pretty easy pre-made grilled chicken and lettuce and make a salad and have a pita with it. It's not always going to be the most exciting meal, but guess what? It's probably going to fit your macros pretty well, right? It's going to get you through until you can have more time to plan a more enjoyable meal. But people don't want to hear that. They want to focus on the problem because that's comfortable. The problem doesn't ever go away though, unless you create the solution. 
So finding solutions is the, is the, is the way we do that. Now, when it comes down to those things, like I mentioned, the hormones and metabolism and all those types of things, the solution sometimes is also not comfortable or sexy. Sometimes it's, Hey, you got to move more. You're not moving enough. You're, you're very sedentary and you're not burning enough calories. So if you want to talk about a sluggish metabolism, your metabolism is just fine. Your metabolism is, is adapted to the amount of calories you're burning. And sometimes you just got to burn more calories. Other times it's, Hey, you're burning the candle at both ends. You're trying to dye yourself into the ground and you're also trying to run marathons. Probably you need to be eating a little bit more calories because now your body's adapting to that. It's probably why you have a lot of anxiety, a lot of sleep issues, all those types of things. So focusing on the problems isn't going to get you anywhere. It's okay to address the problem as the problem, but once you identi identify the problem, let's start to work to create a reasonable solution. Number four, and this kind of goes into number three as well, is relying on past experiences and stories to drive your actions. So this always happens. I always plateau. I get to this point and this happens, or I've always been this way. We, we rely so much on the past that we're not open-minded of what is possible in the future. And once again, this all comes down to the comfort zone. We're comfortable with what we know. We've got, we've been conditioned to adapt and our body is now and our mind is now conditioned to just kind of be okay with that. Even though we're not okay with it, we've kind of conditioned ourselves to be like, this is as good as it gets. And so rather than being open-minded about the future, we're focusing so much on what's happened in the past that we're not allowing the future to take its course. And if instead you recognize that like, hey, you are in control of your future as long as you're willing to step away from what you already know. Because if you keep doing what you were doing before, likely you're going to keep staying stuck in the same situation. Next thing I wrote down here was always rushing the process. And this is also another big one. Um, so I think that people, they start and they're motivated and they want to go ham. It's the all or nothing mindset. These all go together. And as you can tell, they're all kind of overlapping is they go in, they're like, all right, I'm, I'm ready to do this. I'm ready to go, you know, go, go, you know, guns are blazing. I'm ready to go for it. And they're in such a hurry to get to the finish line that every single day, if it's not going fast enough, they're ready to abandon ship. They're so hung up on the end goal that they're not able to stay committed long enough because they burn out. Guys, that is so fatiguing. If every day, if let's just say your goal was, I like to use the gym as an example because I'm a, an athlete, is let's just say you want to squat 300 pounds. And every time you squat, you're trying to squat 300 pounds, but you're only able to squat 125. Like if every day you walked in and you're like, fuck, I'm not squatting on 300 pounds yet. What the hell? You're never going to squat it because you're going to probably get injured from maxing out so many times. You're going to burn out and you're going to feel defeated every single day. So you rush the process, you miss the presence. You've got to understand that if you're only looking at getting there to the finish line fast, you're likely not enjoying the situation that you're currently in. Because chances are, if you're like anybody else out there that's done it quickly, you know you have to be extremely restrictive in order to get to that goal quickly. Obviously, the more strict you are with your diet, the faster you get to the results. But the stricter you are, the less you can be flexible in your life. Whereas if you're like, you know what? I'm like changing my life and I'm changing my habits and I'm changing the way I think about things. Now we can be more consistent long-term. So stop trying to rush the process and just commit to it. Like be excited to be where you're at. Be excited to be making improvements and 
it's also going to allow you some grace to, to drop the all or nothing mindset, to stop looking for the new thing, to stop focusing on the problems and giving yourself an opportunity to make small, gradual changes to help you. That's the whole point. And I, and this is such a good topic for me to talk about because guys, I love this shit. All right. The next step, the next one I wrote down was six. And it also goes hand in hand. Like they're all hand in hand, but I wrote down holding on to old habits that you need to replace. So um, for instance, if in the past you have been a chronic Monday through Friday, I'm great. Saturday and Sunday, I'm not so great. And that's been your process for a long time. At some point, we're going to have to identify why the weekends have to look so different than from the weekdays. Like, what does that weekend bring to you that's stopping you from being consistent on the weekends? Or is that your weekdays are too restrictive? So now that your weekends, you feel like you have to be able to relax a little bit. And so when we figure out, we can identify what's going on. Now we can really get you going in the further, going further. So there's a lot of habits that people have that they don't realize are negatively impacting their, their, their goals. And, and sometimes it's just training, changing the way they're thinking about those things and maybe teaching them moderation. But other times it's like, Hey, you're probably going to have to stop doing that. And that's not a bad thing because you're going to feel better if you do this differently. Now, I'm not saying giving up your favorite foods. I'm not saying giving up social meals and drinking. But you know what? For some people, they may need to be more disciplined with the amount of alcohol they're drinking. They may may need to practice some self-control around specific foods. In fact, some people may have to remove foods from their diet temporarily because they can't seem to control themselves around them. However, at some point, we want to be able to learn is, are you an abstainer or can we learn how to moderate those things and figuring out those things? When it comes to tracking your food, most of my clients, when they leave me, I don't expect them to track. I expect them to be in a place where they don't have to track, that they've tracked for six months or so, and they could literally like count macros off the back of their hand because they've been doing it for so long, you know, and, and they don't have to because they don't, they don't need to. And, you know, but for some clients, they never really feel that confident in themselves, or maybe they do have a little bit of you know, the control issues or that lack of willpower for lack of better terms. And they might need that structure in their life to keep them on track. There's nothing wrong with that. There's actually absolutely nothing wrong with tracking your food in a food app. I don't think there's anything restrictive about that because tracking your food in a food app doesn't tell you that you can't eat something. It just means you're keeping yourself accountable to it. That's it. So, uh, which is actually something that's holding people back, but I didn't even put that on the list because this is more so about mindset. So yeah, I mean, I think that there's some habits that are going to have to die. I mean, you know, you can't, you can't keep smoking and quit smoking, right? Sometimes you gotta, you gotta give it up. Um, so you gotta realize there's going to be some things that change and figuring out, okay, is this really worth the change? And I'll be honest, most goals should not require any changes that are that restrictive. So, you know, like, unless you're looking to live at like the single digit body fat percentage, you should never have to give up social eating, drinking alcohol, enjoying your favorite foods. Um, for the most part, you should never have to commit to training twice a day, seven days a week. You should be able to have some flexibility in your day-to-day and moderation in your life. But there are some habits that do have to die. You know, like I think that there's, um, I might even go down the rabbit hole of habits, but we'll we'll maybe say that for another episode. All right. Um, and this could kind of goes hand in hand is uh, short-term, I keep saying that, but it's because it's they're all like really good. Um, short-term versus long-term thinking. Um, so when it comes to these habits, right? So this is where you get people that are like, I'm going to go on this like 30 day, like cleanse or this paleo diet or this whole 30, or I'm going to cut out sugar. 
sugar detox. I'm going to cut out alcohol. They're focusing so much on the short-term, like restrictive way to get them to be compliant rather than thinking about like long-term, is that realistic for them? And, and that holds people back because then they cut it out, but they never learn how to moderate it. And then what happens is it slowly creeps back in and they're back to square one. Whereas like, what's the point? Why not just learn how to moderate those things? And now you can be more successful and enjoy the process. Sounds to me like that's a better win. So, or a double win. So, um, and this kind of is another one is, is insecurities. Number eight, insecurity. So um, adding on to that, like, you know, cutting things out and adding them back in is a lot of people don't even think about how their environment, the people in their life actually will influence their food decisions and the things that they're doing in their day to day. And they're often very insecure with speaking up about their needs and their goals and what they value. And the goal really is, is that when you are changing your habits, you're changing your life, you're trying to change your body composition, that you should be able to start to speak up more for the changes that you're making, because likely those people are living a lifestyle similar to where you were before, and you're trying to change that. And so you have to be able to speak up for yourself and become a, what's the word I'm looking for? an advocate for yourself to be able to say, Hey, like, I know that I used to do this, but now I'm doing this instead. And it's not easy. And I was that person at one point, you know, I, I grew up eating a very unhealthy diet. Um, I used to go out and eat shitty food and drink beer all the time and didn't really care about it. And when I started going out and my friends had noticed that I was ordering seltzer and salad, they were like, what's going on? Like, what are you dieting? And at that point I really wasn't anymore. So I was like, no, I just eat this way. It's just who I am. Like, you know, like I wouldn't judge somebody else for eating chicken wings and pizza. So why should they judge me for eating salad and chicken? Right. So it's the same thing with you guys. You have to learn how to speak up for yourself and that's not always comfortable. And so that's one of the things I think that definitely holds people back, especially in relationships. You know, you have a significant other um, and there's a lot of guilt around, around that, but you have to be able to speak up for what your needs are in any relationship, because if a person cares about you, they will also care about your goals and what, what you value. All right. Number nine, I wrote down quitting versus pivoting. And this goes back to what I mentioned before about the shiny object syndrome. So, um, a lot of people, they quit things. They, they are like, you know, what? I've been doing this and I'm, I'm plateaued. I'm frustrated. I'm stuck. I'm giving up. And they don't even, they don't even actually usually say they're giving up. They just quit. It just kind of fizzle out. Um, they start to like lose motivation. They lose traction. They start, you know, even with my clients, I'll stop checking in, um, rather than saying, all right, right now I'm kind of at a stead, a standstill with this goal. So how can I pivot? How can I use what I've already built as a foundation to work towards this goal? Start pivoting things a little bit differently guys. Fat loss is not a journey. Anybody should be on forever. At some point you got to stop losing weight at some point. Right. So when we find that we are kind of getting into a place of staleness, maybe lack of motivation, uh, maybe we're getting hungry, maybe we're just like not feeling as motivated to do that goal. Sometimes pivoting the goal is more important and beneficial to you breaking through that plateau than giving up. And so what I mean by that is, let's just say you've been cutting for call it 16 to 18 weeks. And you're like, you're doing great. And then like you hit a wall and like, you're kind of like, oh, I don't even know what I want to do anymore. And you're like, I just need to stop right now. No, maybe you just need to pivot. Maybe we need to take, Hey, right now you're in a calorie deficit and you're trying to lose weight. 
why not take the next three or four weeks and bring your calories up to maintenance, start to optimize hormones, how you feel, maybe practice uh, a little bit more flexibility in your diet for more weekend eating and things like that. Start to work on maybe some food relationship stuff. And then we'll go back into a fat loss phase, right? Like we've pivoted now. We haven't totally given up. We've just pivoted our goal to where now our goal isn't fat loss. Our goal right now is calorie maintenance, restoration, maybe focusing on getting stronger, building some muscle. Like, I don't know, whatever else you want to work on. Maybe it is, you know, having a relaxed vacation with your family. You learn how to pivot and now you can pivot back. And that is honestly one of the biggest things that people miss the mark on. It's probably one of the most important things because people never know how to pivot. And in my program, my clients know, because you, I get clients all the time. They're like, Hey, this is my last month. And I'm like, well, you're not really done. And I don't want to leave you in a calorie deficit. At some point, you're going to have to pivot into calorie maintenance. Do you feel comfortable doing it on your own? And most clients don't. Nobody wants to be told to eat more. Nobody does. I don't know why. I love eating. So, but get a pivot sometimes. Learn how to eat more. Learn how to be moderate. Learn how to live your life. Goes back to the whole not trying to be in a rush, like giving yourself breaks built in. And then the most important one I put on here, and it's the last one that I'm going to talk about today, is thinking that there's going to be a perfect time. I will get on track when. I know what I got to do. I just got to do it. When the kids go back to school, I'll, it's just, guys, the perfect time, the perfect place, the perfect program does not exist. The perfect plan of action is the one that you are willing to take action on today. Not waiting for the perfect time, not waiting for the perfect opportunity. You just have to know that where you're at right now is not a place that you're wanting to be for very long. You want to kind of get out of here. And that if you make a choice today, to take one step forward, you're going to be one step closer to that goal. And as I mentioned in this episode, all of these things, you should be excited and motivated and ready, knowing that like, hey, I'm in no rush. I, I know that as long as I'm making small steps every day, I'm going to be going closer to my goal. And if I have a program or a coach that I'm working with that understands my needs from a metabolic standpoint, I know that I have control over those results. And that's really it. So if you're stuck, if you're like, why am I not getting where I want to get to? Why do I always start and stop? Likely it has something to do with an all or nothing mindset, always looking for something new, focusing so much on the problems, not looking for the solutions living in your past, trying to be in a hurry, getting from point A to point B, holding on to those old habits, looking only short-term versus looking long-term when you're changing those habits, not being secure in your decisions, not knowing how to pivot and quitting every time and always looking for the perfect time, the perfect place, the perfect program. It don't exist. Even my program is not going to be the perfect program for every person out there. And I know that. So that's it, guys. Hope you guys got some value out of this episode. Like I said, if you did, shoot me a message, shoot me a DM. Would love to hear from you. 